Hmm. That's so indefensible, though. This reminds me of one in my hometown who made the local news when it was discovered that she had, I believe, something in the vicinity of 40-plus rats. Mm. 40 rats. 40 rats of the size of... Fed. Yeah, the size of dogs. Not dogs. You know, small dogs. Like Chihuahuas. Chihuahuas or wiener dogs. And she referred to them as her gerbils. <laughs> oh, man. Gerbils. 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 You know, it's all about branding <laughs> at the end of the day. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, like, if you said, you know, when I first heard dog-sized rats, I was like, oh, no, thank you. Would you What's... like a monster rat? No, oh, thank no. you. please, no. Thank Would you Would you like offer. a moderately-sized gerbil? Oh, tell me more. <laughs> tell me more. <laughs> this is actually an excellent introduction. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, Lord. Hey, guys. Welcome to Categorical Oracle, the podcast where we pit our organizational skills against the, the disorder of the modern world. I'm Andrew Crawford. With me, as always, are... Kelly Kennedy and Mary Johnston. Every episode, we are challenged to organize a themed list of people, places, and or things using carefully crafted categories. We've conducted our category prep cloistered away from one another and come prepared to delight, shock, and dominate our fellow oracles with our organizational prowess. With all that said, let's begin. Hey, guys. Aren't you going to ask us how we are? Um, no. <laughs> I don't care. Please. You know what? That's a lie. How are you guys doing? I don't want to tell and you now anymore. I don't tell you. Oh, no. The boy who cried wolf. It's my life. Wolf. Oh, so we've established how you guys are doing. You're not telling me. Because <laughs> uh, of my We're doing secrets. brutal secrets. rudeness. Well, I guess in that case, I'm going to move ahead and get into the topic today. So uh, summer's coming to an end, guys. Um, it's time to pack up. You know, put your tent away. Stop. Get. <laughs> Your full-length pants on. Get your full-length shirt on. Full-length sleeves. Sorry, just to be clear. Um, you could probably wear a crop top with long sleeves, but I don't want to be too prescriptive. Regardless of whatever you do, you want to stop spending time on the water because it's getting cold, guys. It's getting cold. Summer's over. It's time to put the boat and away. Put the boat away. Put your trunks away. It's time for all of our listeners to get their yachts wrapped get up. Your, <laughs> wrap that yacht and get out of the water. Not just because it's cold, my friends. Oh, no, no. Because guess what's in that water? Monsters. <laughs> Are the monsters not in the water when it's temperate? I don't know. You know what? I, it's Halloween. <laughs> it's Halloween. Monsters have a good sense of time. Time. Percussion. And fear. So which is they they have a good sense of percussion, which is just time, and then they know not to come out uh, between Memorial and Labor Day. Monsters yes. only come out to a waltz beat. Well, here's the thing. Enough. They don't want to affect tourism. <laughs> <laughs> or alternately... If anything, they want to help it desperately. They want to drive it, if nothing else. It's a Loch Ness. Ayo. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, today. We're talking about not sea monsters, but lake monsters. Lake <laughs> monsters of North America. So first on our <laughs> list is uh, resides in... Cayuga Lake in the state of New York in the country of the United States. Of Greatest America. city in the world. Well, this is the it's state. The state. <laughs> you know. Greatest state in the world. I don't know. No. That. It's okay. Hmm. Uh, anyway, Old Greeny. Old Greeny. A name that could be applied to a serpent or possibly a euphemism that sailors would have used to describe the clap. <laughs> uh, <laughs> first thing that came to mind. Also, Sorry. it sounds like something a child would name their pet. Yeah. Oh, what's oh. this thing? Old, old greeny, greeny. Like, like it's a baby no old yeah. greeny <laughs> yeah, okay yeah are you trying to say granny no, no. greeny you're like it's orange but don't it's an you, orange cat don't you remember <laughs> don't you remember being like a kid and like kids would be like the name of this dog is yellowy <laughs> yeah. like you just name it after the color that it was are you telling me that my name 
for the polar bear that my grandma got for my sister that I then stole, his very creative name of Bear Bear wasn't... Mm. <laughs> well, you didn't specifically call out his color, though. Yeah. So... You didn't call your bear Whitey? No. <laughs> I was like, I was like, did you name your bear Cracker? Did you name your bear Mr. Cracker? <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, so uh, let's talk about old Greeny, guys. Is a he or she? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna prescribe gender to these creatures that may or may not exist. It uh, spoiler they don't. Spoiler uh, they do. Whoa, hot takes. I was gonna wait to see how we landed on that since we've seen the evidence. So I wish that they us. did. Ah, wouldn't that be wouldn't be lift most monsters exist? Wouldn't that be so jolly? But also, like, would make swimming a lot scarier. That's more true. Fun? Yeah. But anyway, uh, old old Greeny. Old Greeny. Old Greeny is a serpent. 12 to 15 feet in length. Um, the first recorded, sorry, the first documented sighting of Old Greeny was in 1897, but that was supposedly the 69th year that it had been observed, meaning that the actual first sighting was in 1828. Uh, in 1974, keep the uh, fun dates rolling, a teen was attacked by an eel-like creature, often attributed to Old Greeny. Uh, was it green? No, one assumes, but um, it's never really been established green, to me that Greeny eel. was actually green. I mean, it could what? just be like a nickname. It could be like a, you know, an eel. Are there is... no photos? You <laughs> know, <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, there's just no good photos you know, of old Greeny. We assume it's color-based. Maybe, maybe old Greeny's just new at its job. It's green. <laughs> um, and ironically it really, called old. <laughs> it really believes in recycling. Old, old Greeny. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> the nation's Earth Day mascot, Greeny the Serpent. Anyway, so 1979 was the last confirmed sighting, but further claims have been, been made into the early oddies. So claims, not sightings. I don't know the difference. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, In so, those whirling dates. Oh, sorry. Go oh, ahead. Oh, no, please, please. In those whirling dates, did you come across the 1897 uh, uh, account where there was something going on? in this lake and the journalists were like oh, no yeah. we can't get close to that lake we're staying well back well back by the boathouses because of old greeny i didn't <laughs> i mean it was they're like a child's drowning Ooh, can't go in there it's gone but old um, greeny will help it <laughs> but did you so did Wait, you does pl- is the child holding a piece of plastic gold greeny will take care of it recycle it all that's right <laughs> yeah. in the 1800s they're is like it, flip, that. flip it over is it one or two? Oh, wait, then it's fine if there's oh, anything that, else uh, that did kid... you fully rinse out that takeout container before you were giving it to old greeny ah uh, that kid couldn't be in better hands than old greeny's sweet sweet mouth interesting you would mention yeah. hands oh hey um so stephen griffin the man the, of course the stephen teen, griffin the teen who was attacked oh yeah sorry um, shouldn't have made light of your name since you got attacked by a monster well, eh. He did. Stevie. <laughs> um, he said that, or is reported that apparently Old Greeny nipped him with such force that uh, he actually broke the kid's arm. Oh, God. He just he was snapped his arm in half. Ugh. Did he hit his arm on a log? Or a boat? Or a, or a sturgeon. Well, another common, another the, common mistake. The old timey microfiche that I was looking at <laughs> referred to the attacker as an aquatic enigma. <laughs> so it could be a lot. I mean, any any of those things fall into that category as long as you don't know what they are. True, really, aquatic enigma leaves it open. Mm-hmm. I will say one one interesting fact about old greeny is that there might be two old greenies. Um, green eye. Yeah. Oh. Green, greeners. That Ms. Sounds green uh, and Mr. Green. Um, 
Don't prescribe gender to these creatures. The greens. Elder green or <laughs> young green. Are they in a are they in a consensual loving relationship? That's what I care about. You know, I hope so. Wait, but why why do you, why do they believe that there are two? Well, it was I believe in the 20s, uh late 20s, uh people started seeing two creatures, quote, cavorting simultaneously along the lake's eastern shoreline. The Always animals, cavorting. of course. Yeah, you know, what else are you can do if you're a sea or sorry, a lake? Serpent. Uh, the animals are described as cottagers, a local term for folks who spent their summers living on the shores of the lake. So these Aww. are just a couple going out for vacation. And snapping teens arms. And snapping teens arms. I, you said the 20s, right? Uh, I think 1929. Well, yeah. that coincides with a lot of people drinking a bunch of bathtub gin, so I wouldn't worry too much. <laughs> yeah, they had a seeing <laughs> double. There, there was only the one. <laughs> fake yeah. monster. <laughs> They're like, oh, saw my brother. They were for him. <laughs> <laughs> but don't fret though, guys. Local skeptics, those pricks, have assured swimmers that sightings are nothing more than a classic example of misidentified sturgeon. One of the themes we're going to come across in the list, uh, apparently sturgeon are terrifying. What do sturgeons look like? I, you know, here's something embarrassing. I didn't think to look it up. Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> let's rectify that right pretty now. pretty scary. I, I can one-up you guys. If yeah. you... Go right on over to Discovery World. You can pet a sturgeon. Then they can't be that scary. Were you scared to pet it? They're pretty big. Did you think it was a snake? Did you think it was a monster? I didn't think it was a snake, but I could understand if you were drunk thinking it was a snake. <laughs> also, you can you can pet them right next to the stingrays. Oh, God. How big are they? Thick. <laughs> this is, a, this is a, an audio medium also. <laughs> About that they thing, are, you gotta are. clap the hands and then roll. It's this far away. That's How are you far away? That the location <laughs> on your mono microphone. <laughs> it's up perfectly. Yeah. What do you guys have for categories? I very simply called this snake oil. Oh, mm. I like oh, it. Oh, that's nice. Nicely done. So, Old Greenie. I really focused in on the fact that I thought the name was ridiculous and lacked originality. That's well, green. That's yeah, probably prehistoric. Old green. green. <laughs> so I called this a riff. Remember, like, you know when, like, uh, I'm not sure if this is a thing so much anymore now that digital media is as huge as it is. But remember when, like, Titanic came out and then there were all these movies that were like, Titanic, the movie. But it wasn't Titanic. It oh, was yeah. like, yeah. Gigantic, the movie. <laughs> right, right. Like, things that try to. So um, I think that this is what Old Greenie is. So I called it a Snee Snakes on a Crane. <laughs> As opposed to snakes on a plane. Sea <laughs> snakes. Sea snakes on a crane. Nice, nice. Excellent. Excellent pun. I um guys, I lean hard into puns this list. I apologize, oh. but also take make no apologies for what you're about to hear for the next uh, hour and a half or so. So because I, I really narrowed in on the the aspect of the sort of seasonality of these beasts, that they they're sufficiently spotted during the summertime uh to get a nickname based on that. So I went with parenthetical fish schools out for summer it's not only a pun that's just a <laughs> terrible joke I guess, now that it's so <laughs> really built that up I, too much i suppose <laughs> i have the greatest pun take my in win. the history of the world <laughs> yeah i like it i think it's kelly's yeah snake oil snake, snake oil, oil. Very nice. Especially since the journalists were like we can't go up to the water old greenie will snatch us right into his jaws yep mm. <sighs> well moving off from old greenie to old Peppy? I'm about to say pee pee, but that doesn't sound right at all. I don't think that's how it's pronounced. I either. don't think anybody in Minnesota oh, would call a monster pee pee. Oh, anyway, so old uh, Peppy. Uh, and they're not all called old. So, God, you're so right. <laughs> I was just I was using the familiar term. I was like, oh, you're a good oh, old, Peppy. old Peppy. Yeah, old Peppy. 
Uh, <laughs> old, young, uh, age-neutral Peppy. Uh, resides in Lake Tahoe. Peppy, who has skin on the back of his hand that snaps back like a rubber band. He's so young. <laughs> Peppy, who moisturizes? I think I can That's tell your you. That's your You're like, they'll take my... Mary has this thing that she thinks she's going to get old that people will be able to tell by the skin on the back of her hand. Well, that is a, that is uh, a that thing. That is such that a, is thing. a thing. It's yeah. like that or your neck. Oh, I my know, God. But you, guys, guys. Those are the tattletales. Yeah. Guys, snakes don't have hands. I or have, necks. I have, or they have too oh much necks. I have too no, much necks. I have no way to tell you how old Peppy is. Wait, is Peppy oh a God. snake or is Peppy a... Uh, a Nessie, or is Peppy something altogether? Uh, Peppy. I think Peppy was Nessie. I think so. I think anything with an E sound at the end is sort of a Nessie ripoff. That's come. It's come. a. It's a. It's a Nessie. What? Yeah. A, what also, the picture that's on that cryptid wiki is obviously like a branch out of the water. Like beautiful, stupidly. Obviously, a branch out of water. I can't. I've seen. I know what you're talking about. What What is that? A plesiosaur? Plesiosaur. Yeah. So, um, Peppy, uh, legends go back. Um, sorry, European legends go back into the 1600s during the period of French colonization. Uh, which Pepe. Pepe. <laughs> uh, he did smell terrible, but was also a sex pest. So, Whoa! you know, how stripey was he? Um, did he have a beret? <laughs> Great was he romantic? Quote, romantic. Did he try to rape a cat? Jesus! <laughs> I mean, Is that a French thing? No, uh, it's a Pepe Le Pew thing. thing. Oh! <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Jesus wait, Christ. Wait, wait, wait. What were you, what, you mentioned what Stripe. What did you think we were talking about? about? Stripey shirts and guys. <laughs> I was just making the general French commentary. <laughs> I can see why. I can see why Kelly's suggesting that the French sexually assault cats might be a bit disconcerting to you. I think I was like, are they constantly trying to to cram a dick in those chats? Like, what the hell? I mean, Kelly is Kelly is British. Sorry, so you know that's a lie. Kelly's Irish. Kelly is a uh, Kelly is like a mid thirties white man from America, and he's like the French who sucks more. And you're like, you do, sir. You suck more. Take off your reflective wraparound sunglasses, you asshole. Excuse me. Have you invented a billion different kinds of cheese? No, you haven't. Shut up. Also, maybe you rape cats. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wow. Man, wow. That was a journey, guys. That's that really... Yeah, what are we even talking about? Is this, this Peppy? The the problems with Looney Tunes characters. Peppy, look you. We could be here for hours. Oh my god, yeah. I was uh, a Muppets person. They're not as top of mind. Fair. All right, so Peppy, <laughs> not Le Pew, uh was uh, first observed by Smells Europeans. Smells bad. I thought you were just like really. I was like, man, you're really going hard at the French. <laughs> Jesus. I didn't even. Oh man. I got it now. You I got, got it. it. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god, when the French are blast. <laughs> Is he so long because he has a bunch of baguettes down his gullet? And cigarettes. And cigarettes. <laughs> Just mostly long food. Uh, you know, <laughs> a common lunch snack, the cigarette. <laughs> if you're French. Hey. Hey. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sticks of butter. <laughs> Other long things. Bread that is basically just sticks of butter. Mashed potatoes that are half butter. Ugh. Literally the truth about Yummy. French mashed potatoes because they know how to they know how to live. They know how to make food with butter. Yeah, they know to see. They know to observe lake serpents or lake plesiosaurs. 
and eat buttery food in Minnesota. <laughs> but and also, oh and also how to appreciate a a puss. And I thought you were going to go to and really know how to appreciate a nice dead beaver. <laughs> <laughs> For its fur. <laughs> yeah. And also, also that fits in with the lake monster perfectly. <laughs> yeah. And the French are famous necrophiliacs, so there's that. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, when Father Louis Hennepin, or Hennepin, uh, explored this region for France in the late 1600s, he reported seeing a huge serpent as big as a man's leg. And then and he put set- on his pants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he- I feel like this is like definitely a dirty joke he was telling. Carry on. <laughs> Uh, so, this is a real loosey-goosey episode, guys. Uh, you know, much like a serpent. Uh, so where the Minnesota River, you saw this uh, this monster, uh, where the Minnesota River flows in Mississippi. Uh, and that is a historical fact. So uh, the Native, uh, Native Americans had legends of a um, creature in the lake for many, many years before Father Hanapon. Um and would uh, supposedly uh, use extra strong canoes in the lake, given the legends of something strong enough to uh, break a conventional birch bark boat. Um, so yeah. Uh, so other fun facts about Pepe. The see, first known newspaper account, uh, 1867, so he predates our good friend Old Greeny by a couple years in the newspapers, uh, but they reported a large unknown creature in that water. A more vivid account appeared four years later, describing a marine monster between the size of an elephant and a rhinoceros, moving with great rapidity. Uh, so, uh, which leads me to think maybe there's multiple animal-like monsters. There's multiple in logs in the water. Multiple logs, maybe a couple sturgeon. All of those facts are great and a little bit of driving. My favorite fact about this guy is that um, in 1922, a young man by the name of Ralph Samuelson saw Ralph. Ralph saw a giant creature gliding across Lake Pepin and thought, if a large aquatic creature can skim across the water surface, why can't I? A few months later, he invented the sport of water skiing. (laughs) 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 Oh, man, that's awesome. Now, tragically, the follow-up to the same article mentioned that, except for the fact that Samuelson did invent water skiing uh, and Lake City is known as the birthplace of water skiing. This is almost certainly not true. I call BS on this newspaper because that has to be true. It's too good. I would agree with that. Yeah. Did <clears throat> have any of you ever seen the movie um, Magic in the Water? No. Nope. No. Nope. It is a children's movie about lake monsters, which I believe was an attempt to appease my uh, horror movie lust when I was a child by giving me a appropriate feel good film, but about a topic that I did like, which was lake monsters. Mm-hmm. And um, in that, there's just this little girl who is constantly feeding uh, a lake monster Oreos, and the song Do You Believe in Magic features prominently. This is a live action, isn't it? Of course. I think, yeah. I think I've seen this, now that you say that. But uh, the deal was that he would only eat the cream out of Oreos. Racist. (laughs) (laughs) It legitimately looks like a big old wrinkly penis monster. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Definitely a penis monster. The water giant. It's huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of Shakespeare. A lot of, a lot of fancy words for dick. <laughs> and so, um, what do you guys think about uh, what do you guys think about Peppy? Beyond, you know, uh, uh, sort of a, a catch-all for French stereotypes and the adventure of water skiing. <laughs> Beyond that. 
doo-wop, doo-shop, doo-wop. I think that Peppy sounds like a doo-wop backup singer. Mm. So that's my mm-hmm. category. Nice. Just Excellent. doo-wop backup singer? Mm-hmm. Nice. Fun. Nice. Uh, so my, my category is based on the fact that uh, Peppy has a uh, sum on his head. Uh, if you can provide proof that Peppy exists, a uh, local businessman will give you $50,000. Hmm. Uh, the reward is still on the table. If you feel like coming up to our beautiful Great Lakes states and trying to catch a uh, fish slash log. Uh, so I called this category tourism live trap. Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay. Mm. okay. See, I took a different act, unsurprisingly. Because um, we're all three different people with different perspectives. That's not a, not a judgment of anyone else. Um, I fixated on the idea that this was originally a legend of the Native American people. And it was then borrowed and co-opted by European settlers. And now presumably drives, you know, some degree of tourism dollars. And I went with the category, uh, because this is an aquatic-themed thing, cultural or appropriation. I like it. Thank you. Thank you. For you, my friend. Cultural. For you. Or appropriation. Or appropriation. Nice, nice, nice. All right. So the next one list, I have to genuinely apologize because I cannot pronounce this. Two A's in a row. Two A's in a row. Hard to say. Um, Gassiendietha. Gassiendietha. What could be more natural than that? Let's call her Gassy from now on. Let's do that. Uh, so, centuries ago, Seneca legend told of a huge beast called uh, Gassy. <laughs> Sorry to the Seneca people. Um, that happened at the depths of uh, of Lake Ontario. Ontario. Uh, in this case, I believe uh, referenced in the state of New York, but I believe on Lake Ontario actually touches uh, this, the province of Ontario as well. So if it perhaps... didn't, wouldn't that be weird? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah, this is my backyard, my backyard pool. I call it London. <laughs> London. <laughs> Why? For fun. No, if this if this was a sort of suburban dad calling his backyard pool at Lake, it would be like Teddy Kaka because suburban dads are savage children. I know you guys want to get a hot tub. You could call it Teddy Kaka. No. No. In, in no way. You could call it London. Mm. Portugal. Today, today bit, at lunch, someone said moist and I was like, mm. And then um, they were like, oh, yeah. And I was like, eh, there are words I hate more. And they were like, what? And then I was being like, titty, panty. I was like, can't say any of these in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> so I just remained quiet while other people carried on the conversation. <laughs> or people are like, I don't like it when people say cool beans. Gusset. Reconnoiter. Mm. That's mine. Oof. Mine are titty and panty. I can't. <laughs> I can't say any of those things. Just you call just... them unders like I do. I'm wearing my unders. Yeah, no. That, wait, wait, Kelly, you refer to boobs as unders? <laughs> <laughs> Under what? <laughs> my chin. Also, wasn't talking about boobs. Also, sorry, second second, second try on that joke. I think, you, I think it's pronounced udders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping that's where you go. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, anyway, so, uh, sorry, the description of the creature as serpent-like is consistent with later accounts, although uh, unlike other uh, creatures rumored to be beneath the Lake Ontario, um, it had the ability to fly and shoot fire from its mouth. <laughs> sure. It's literally a dragon. It's a dragon. It's a dragon. It's, it's a literally a dragon. It's a dragon, dragon that likes to chill in water. Yeah, it's a, it's a you know, Gassy is just a contradiction. Well, no, it's, it's, it's That's how she starts the fires, Gassy. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Do you hear that, Billy Joel? <laughs> she started the fire. <laughs> it was Gassy all along. Uh, you're welcome for sorting that out. 
Yeah, so guys got the ability to shoot, to fly and shoot fire from his mouth. Um, the Kingston Gazette in 1829 uh, reported that children playing on the beach at Grantham near present-day St. Catharines, I don't know where that is, presumably New York, possibly Ontario, had spotted a, quote, hideous water snake or serpent of prodigious dimensions, which is, I think, to date the best way one of these creatures has been described. Aquatic enigma. Oh, uh, yeah, true, true, true. Second best way something has been described. If you think of a child saying prodigious size, though, it's pretty fun. Yeah, true. Uh, so some of these sightings were attributed to fish known to live <laughs> in the lake. Uh, once again, guess, some hey, guys. Some of them were fish, some of them were dragons, some of them were birds. Yeah. Was, any, uh, any guess what kind of fish that was attributed to? Uh, a sturgeon. It was a sturgeon. It was a sturgeon. Um, do sturgeons question? Do sturgeons fly? <laughs> no, but they, they do breathe fire. Weirdly enough. <laughs> yeah. Do you, uh, usually do they're s- underwater though? So do you sturgeons typically sit on a bi- giant pile of gold at the bottom of the lake? <laughs> I mean, one hopes. Really. Are they super into kidnapping princesses? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I don't know about that, but I do think what I, a quote I pulled from uh, the Torontoist. Um, uh, acknowledges first and foremost that this is probably not a real creature. Sorry to say. Okay. Uh, but all right. Says, but, but, uh, I mean, I mean, that's that's tough to take. But all right. Yeah, it's maybe a sturgeon, maybe a log. Um, but the quote goes a little something like this. So it may be that Leviathan never roamed our lake, or has since died. Uh, sidebar: A lot of these creatures live for like hundreds of years. That's fascinating to me. I don't know. They just never go away. I mean. Legends are pretty lightweight. That's Lobsters true. can't die of old age. Wow. A or jellyfish. Only of rolls. <laughs> the only way for a lobster to die is to literally be manufactured into a roll. That's why And we... then be pushed into my belly. <laughs> anyway, uh, returning to quote. Uh, has died or made its way to deeper, less polluted waters. But it's preferable, preferable to think that the monster is a real thing that we'll see again. Maybe this time rampaging ashore to spit fire and wreak righteous havoc among the beach smokers, boomboxers, litter bugs, and other antisocial elements that infest Toronto's waterfront. I Only time will tell. Oh my god, I hope that happens. Oh my god. Well, I can't believe you didn't read that in an outrageous Canadian accent. I could try again. No, it's okay because uh, my category plays into that. Oh, beautiful. Are we ready for categories? Please, I can sure. do more fun facts. So I uh, I focused on the Ontario, Lake Ontario aspect of all this, and uh, I call this Dragon Bull Z-A. <laughs> <laughs> Bull is spelled, of course, B-O-U-L. Yes. <laughs> for, for the French. For the Quebecois. Right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> nice. Oh, uh, man. Beautiful. Uh, I went with another uh, cultural or appropriation because, of course, the legend was barred by the Seneca people and is now used to threaten beachgoers on the tr- shores of Toronto. <laughs> uh, I am on the similar line of Andrew this time around. Jeez! Oh. Um, and I didn't turn off the sound on my phone. Leave me alone. And now I... It's cool. I, I can set up Google notifications. I know. It's really Whoa. impressive. Um, nice. so someone, I, someone give Steve Jobs over here a hand. Job. She's dead. <laughs> give, a hand, give my hand Jobs. Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Why not there is this little uh, Steve Jobs finger puppet so you could be a hand Jobs? Yeah. <laughs> Halloween. You could make millions of dollars right now. Or a really kick-ass Halloween costume. <laughs> mocking or both. A, mocking a sad mocking dead a, man. A dead... Rich man. Brilliant, rich guy. Yep. Yep. 
Sorry, Mr. Category. <laughs> uh, so I, along similar lines with Andrew, um, I have a friend from college who is part of a native tradition, uh, but she used to tell us the story that I always really enjoyed, which was that her grandmother was teaching her how to make fry bread, which mm-hmm. is fried bread, and um, was a little wasted as the story goes and that her grandmother was teaching her this and was just got to a point where she was like, and now you just poke a hole of the top of the uh, bread so that, um, uh, so that the air can get out. We don't tell the white people that we tell them it's to let the spirits out. (laughs) (laughs) And in a similar vein, I just have called this category native americans fucking with white people beautiful that's an amazing story <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh what was, mary i think you got that one yeah you took you, you dragon ball z eh? dragon ball z, eh? yeah nice very nice I also love the idea of a Canadian dragon so uh next on the list in lake tahoe in the sunny state of california uh is lake tahoe sunny i actually genuinely do not know um it's forest, isn't it? it's, it's it's wet definitely wet in california yeah yeah. yeah. Well, it's probably on, it's probably on fire right now. Yeah, so this like say. lake monster is uh is surfing and eating a fish taco. It's all like chabra. <laughs> oh, this California. Lake, this lake monster named Tahoe Tessie. Yeah, uh, bro. Uh, and <laughs> hey guys, surprisingly enough, this one uh, is Nessie esque. Um, so Lake Tahoe apparently is the largest freshwater lake <laughs> in uh, California. Or the state's, yes, California's largest freshwater lake and has long been rumored to be a home to both an underwater mob graveyard and a huge unknown creature named Tessie. Tahoe Tessie. Tahoe Tessie. Um, Thank God California is known for having all our creative types. And they're like, (laughs) what do we call this this animal that looks a lot like Nessie? Oh, it's in Lake Tahoe. It's in Lake Tahoe. Tessie. Tessie, Tessie, Tessie. Tessie. Um, So... A few years back, uh, literally the description that came from the article I read, a few years back, a fisherman trolling off the south shore got his hook caught on something in the deeps. He finally freed it. And it was catch back to the boat. It was a well-preserved human ear. Ooh. Oh. So that, David Lynch. David Lynch. But also, like, that doesn't, you know, could be How? mob, could be monster. There's too much overlap. This this Venn diagram of like just finding people parts in a lake it doesn't really give us any clarity on what's causing the people. Do parts. sturgeons eat people? I mean, I've seen a picture of a sturgeon. No, it looks like it could. I suspect it would. How yeah. can it be well preserved if it just kind of like flops off a human body? It's or salted. Alternately, seasoned. Yeah, you know, we assume this ear came from like a dead person. Maybe it, it was somebody be... saying goodbye to their ear after it had to be cut off due to cancer or other, some other terrible reason. <laughs> That's Vincent Van Gogh's ear. <laughs> or maybe maybe they were like, you can cremate my relative entirely, but preserve just the ear. Just and one the, ear. And the mortician was like, well, why? And they were like, because I'm a creep. Because <laughs> <laughs> like I'm obviously. I'm going to go fuck with people as I'm obviously a creep. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just got, look, I tried to cremate the whole thing. But that ear just wouldn't burn. I couldn't explain it. It's tough as hell. Like I don't think if, I don't even think a fisherman's hook could get into this ear. A little of that cremationist. What now. if it got right in the hole where the earring goes too? <laughs> like it didn't even create another hole. It just happened to. Go. <laughs> that's unfortunate. Oh, sorry, that's uh, unfortunate. Wait, so why does it? Why also, do they believe? Wait, 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 wait. Sorry. Is so, t- does Tessie spit out the ears? Or doesn't maybe like, doesn't like the cartilage. Either Tessie didn't eat the ear, or the mob threw a body in. And the Tahoe mob. The t- you yeah, missed it. It's a mob graveyard. Yeah. yeah. 
It's right yeah. by Vegas. Or, or I think the obvious solution we're missing here is that uh, that fisherman was using ears as bait <gasps> and wanted a cover story. I like pew, pew. in my in my mind, like a DNR boat came up and was like, I need to see your fisherman's license. And he couldn't produce it right away. <laughs> and he didn't want to take the he didn't want to take the fine. So he's like, oh, my hook's caught. I'm so sorry. I can't get it up or I, I'd pull it up for you right now. And like, finally, they got it unhooked. And there's an ear. And he's just like, oh, that's weird. Where's that from? <laughs> a man in a panic is- slices off his own ear and sticks it on a rod. <laughs> Oh, God! Now you got bigger problems than my fishing license for sure, man! You better find that body! Jeez, there's like, a body down like, there! Uh, sir? 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 Can you hear me? I know you can't. <laughs> and, uh, like, blood is just shooting outside <laughs> Like a super soaker, just boop. I was thinking boom. fast, sliced off my own ear. <laughs> thinking too fast, potentially. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know I could bait it and put, put an ear on a hook, but, man, the things you learn when you're under pressure. I found out a lot about myself that day. My ear came off easy and fit on a hook beautiful. I ducked down to show that I had the appropriate amount of life preservers down there, <laughs> sliced off my own ear, stuck it on my rod as a distraction. You know, it seemed like an extreme measure, but, you know, honestly, if my dad had just let me get a pierced when I was a teenager, I would have wouldn't have had to go to such so. I don't miss it. I still have the hole. Yeah, I can still hear great. What's crazy about it? You know? If anything, better. It's better. Yeah, it's yeah. more open. I'm liberated. <laughs> and let me tell you, the sturgeon I caught with that ear, huge. Rick. Goddamn huge. They like an ear? Yeah, sturgeons love ears. Uh, so there's a celebrity connection to this mysterious beast. The closest anyone has ever come to, to sort of debunking the mysteries of Tahoe Tessie was, of course, famed oceanographer Jacques Cousteau. Oh, Jacques Cousteau! Back to French. Back to the French. The French love a lake monster. What if the French are driving lake monster conspiracies? What if the French... What if France is the main exporter of lake monsters? (laughs) We just have so many! It's like moving Shamu. (laughs) (laughs) Like the... You just like pop it, <laughs> wrap it up in some water. Operation Dumbo Drop, except, they, except it's a lake monster. Yeah. Well, there's that there's that gif of like the fish being like dropped by like a crop duster into a lake to repopulate it. Same concept, right? Just, what? Yeah, it's amazing. It's just like yeah. they drop. Oh, a, I've seen this. I've yeah. seen this. Yeah, it is amazing. Or, or there, it looks like it's a graining fish. Yeah, or like they're just just pulling the worst prank anyone's ever pulled. Those poor fish. Oh, no. They should be in little bags so they can uh, get used to the water temperature. <laughs> Oh, man. So, so Jacques Cousteau uh, brought a mini submarine to the lake and did several dives in search of the 1,600 foot uh, bottom of the lake. So apparently, it's monstrously deep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he returned to the surface, allegedly saying, The world isn't ready for what is down there. And to his death, never told anybody what was down there or released any of the data or photos that he would have taken. This is the one note I made. Fuck you, Jacques Cousteau. <laughs> I want to know what's down there. Do you know what it was? It was just endless piles of ears. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's just like the eeriest lake. <laughs> uh, weirdly enough, Lake Erie, named because of the number of ears in Funnily, it. Funnily, Lake yeah. Erie, zero ears. No ears. <laughs> Not a single There's one. There's at least one ear in there. You know that. No, the lake spits it back out. <laughs> it's like, I'm the main ear around here, bitch. <laughs> Don't you try to take that to Tahoe. Take that junk Tahoe. How would it get there? How would the ear get there? Mail. <laughs> the post office. And then the ear would just roll on over to the post office. So that good old Pony Express. 
They spit it in the bag of a passing postal worker, and the postal worker knows what to do. <laughs> what to do he with sticks ears. a dollar and a half stamp on that ear and sends it on its merry way. <laughs> Forever stamp. <laughs> uh, so what do you guys have for categories for uh, Tahoe Tessie? You haven't gone first yet. You should. Oh, I should. So Wait. Do we, uh, can we talk about how big people think Tahoe Tessie is before we go? Oh, I, yeah, please. I have okay. no. Reports for Tahoe Tessie say that, I'm going to call her a her. She is mm. between 10 and 80 feet long. <laughs> Just a little 10 or 80. 80 feet long. She'll either fit in this room or not in your house. She's not a Nessie because she's a large serpentine body as wide as a barrel. And oh, as wide as a barrel as thick as a man. It's wise barrel. Like and I said, as thick as a man. I mean, what if that, what if that man gets poor and has to wear a barrel for clothes? Well, are barrels are barrels cheaper than clothes? Genuine question. No, <laughs> I think barrels. No. I think barrels are very expensive. A bar- barrel with le- with custom leather shoulder straps. Man, I don't think I'm that- I'm really unpacking the problems in cartoons from our parents' childhood. Uh, so categories. My category. Uh, because Tahoe Tessie is in so many ways just a rip up of the more popular and well-known uh, Scottish Nessie. I went with the category, the depth of originality. Oh. Yeah. Uh, for the same reason that it's basically a ripoff. I just called it a tourism live trap. Mm-hmm. Fair. I so I feel like Tahoe Tessie has a little bit because I obviously like rhymes with Nessie, but I think Tahoe Tessie has like a real ring to it. So I called it a Buffalo Bills Wild West show. Can't you see like a woman who's mm. like a trick rider be named Tahoe Tessie? Yeah, and she's like <laughs> flipping around and is like can spit a quarter mile and that kind of crap. Oh my God, Mary, if we have a daughter, I've got a crazy idea for a name. <laughs> Tahoe Tessie. Tahoe. First name Tahoe. Second name Tahoe. <laughs> <laughs> Second name, Lake. <laughs> Lake Tahoe. Tahoe Lake. Tahoe Tahoe. Lake. Johnston Crawford. Yeah. Such a, com- rolls right off the tongue. Yeah. It's beautiful. Pew, pew. Nice. Um, I kind of think Mary gets it. For I'll originality. It I'll give it to you. Right, so, uh, so next on our list, Charlie. Not Charlie. No, no, no. Charlie. Charlie. Uh... Where's Charlie from? Well, let me tell you, Charlie is from Payette Lake, or perhaps Payette Lake. I'm sorry, the state of Idaho. Payette Lake, the state of Idaho. Um, um, Annie Oakley's from Ohio. Oh, but still O. Yeah, true. Anywho, sorry. Yeah, fair. Like, I'm from Kentucky, but my last name's worth the letter K for Crawford. <laughs> Lies. Um, so, uh, so Charlie, Charlie is from Payette Lake in Idaho. I apologize if I, if I uh, mispronounced that. Idaho, Idaho, the state. Uh, Charlie uh, was originally thought to be a log that moved, but then thought to be <laughs> a monster. Like, is this like how the French believe that the Easter Bunny is a bell that flies? Uh, maybe I, a log that flew, flat that moves. A log that moved, you know, like logs do when they're in water, water. and float. Uh, but then I mean, it was, a sentient log is an upsetting idea. I mean, in many respects, more upsetting than Charlie. Um, but in the end, it was decided that uh, though it might be a monster, it was probably a log that moved in the water. Uh, it was originally called Slimy Slim, which is a much less charming name, though probably more descriptive. Uh, Thirty-five feet long. With, uh, I'm trying to get this right here, a dinosaur-type head, which, pretty broad description, uh, pronounced jaw, humps like a camel, and shell-like skin. 
So just a real crunchy, dinosaur-headed, humpy thing named Charlie. This reminds me of when you see those like feel-good things, like those videos that are like 45 seconds long on Facebook where they're like, local artist draws children's imaginary friends. And they're like, head fire, princess, dragon. <laughs> and, you're like, and then they draw it, but like humps like a camel. <laughs> Yeah. What? Well, it's got to store all that water in there. Sorry. You know? Humps like a camel just really made me laugh. Humps like a camel. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> just made me laugh. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. So apparently uh, Payette Lake or Payette Lake ugh, is named Dumps after. Dumps like a truck makes me think of shit every time. <laughs> it's it's, it's a... like my girl, my girl takes enormous shits. <laughs> Dumps like a truck. 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 So this uh, 35, li- 35 foot long humped dinosaur head thing uh it lives in a lake named after uh french canadian fur trapper francois payette uh, who roamed the central idaho mountains during the early years of the 19th century uh i really didn't realize how french heavy this was yeah me neither i I put this list together are dragons french i mean some probably uh, Charlie is another uh, Native American legend, uh, not named Charlie. There was a legend of a beast in the uh, seemingly bottomless waters of Lake Payette. Uh, and it was an evil spirit. Uh, so by 1954, many people had reported sightings of uh, the then named Slimy, oh, sorry, Charlie Nay Slimy Slim. Uh, the <laughs> residents decided the local monster needed a better name than Slimy Slim. You can see why. Hmm. So uh, marketing. Branding. Yeah. Yeah. A first initial, uh, first name A, don't know the full name, uh, Boone McCollum, editor of the Star News, uh, held a national contest. I'll remind you, this is a national contest to name a lake monster in Idaho. Uh, apparently people in uh, Connecticut really cared about no, naming this I thing. I would care. I'd vote about or that. Or Florida That's or any of the states. That's how that boat got named Bodie McBoatface. True. Um, so this nation. This is really a proof that people have always been the exact same way that we've always <laughs> been. People have True. never changed. The internet has only allowed us to lean into the people we always yeah. were. Uh, it's beautiful. Uh, so Boone McCollum, uh, editor of Star News, held a national contest. And the winning entry was submitted by, I believe, uh, sorry, Leslie Hennifer. Sorry, Leslie Hennifer Turry. I'm glad that this isn't documented for historical purposes. Of Springfield, Virginia. In her letter to the star, she wrote... Uh, let me pause here. So you're going to think to yourself, okay, this is this is a big deal. This is naming our na- our local beast, the the treasure that defines our town. It needs to be. It needs a name with meaning and purpose and an understanding of where it came from, the the deep history of of, of Lake Payette. So the letter that uh, Leslie Hennifer Turry of Springfield, Virginia, wrote uh, include summed up thusly: Why don't you call him Charlie? You know, like Vos, you dare, Charlie. Apparently, this is a reference to a one-liner used by the comedian Jack Pearl in a popular radio show. Ah. Uh, so, you know, I couldn't tell you who Jack Pearl was. I don't know what Vash you dare, Charlie, even means. I frankly. promise you it's making fun of Swedish people. I, you know. Or Germans. Sense. Or Germans. Um, or just the people people with speech impediments, possibly. I don't even know. Um, but it, it's, it's worth noting that, you know, even though Jack Pearl has faded into the mist of time, Charlie... The Beast carries on his legacy. Update: Jack Crow was making fun of Germans. Okay, he had had a, uh, a character called Baron Munchausen. 
That's not an original and, character. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. Terry Gilliam came up with that character. That's a that's a deep joke. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, Jack, guys. yeah, Jack Pearl. Uh, <laughs> you asshole. So as the Baron, you time traveling asshole. <laughs> <laughs> as the Baron Pearl would tell far fetched stories with a comic German accent, when the straight man. Uh, Express skepticism. The Baron replied with his familiar tagline and punchline: "Vas you dare, Charlie?" Oh, I've just realized it's "Was you there?" But with a bad. Oh, with a bad German yeah. accent. Vas you dare, Was... Charlie? That oof, wow. All right, feels racist. I don't like. So some typical, some typical dialogue. The straight man. You seem to be effervescent tonight, Munchausen. Have you ever seen me when I wasn't? <laughs> oh, <laughs> comedy has wow. really gone down this shitter when you hear that. That's a that's that's brilliant, Jack. Uh, wow, wow, he's Let's let's name a monster after this guy. So I see that it wasn't like knee slapping humor. It was more. Uh, it it's was it's more, really more to make you think. It's more. It's more like maybe like maybe you do a wry smile about it. <laughs> this is kind of like somebody naming a monster the theme from Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> like just a sort of a non-joke that is a cultural reference. I do want to point out that um, <laughs> just yeah, baby. <laughs> Shagadelic, Shagadelic the sea monster. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, Charlie. Um. So, what do you guys have for categories? Uh. So it could have been Native Americans fucking with white people, but instead it was a tourism live trap mm, because goodness. they have created a real celebration around uh, Charlie. Uh. He. They have parades, Charlie days. I don't know what it's called, but uh, there are definitely parades that they have a giant dragon looking Charlie thing. Charlie days and Charlie nights. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, 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 it's Chubby Checker coming at you with his backup doo-wop singers, the slimy slim Charlies. I have a doo-wop backup singer. Doo-wop. Charlie is the most doo-wop backup singer. Oh, yeah, it'd be like, like Al, Charlie. Yeah. (laughs) Broker. I was 100% imagining a woman would be named Charlie, but I love the idea that Al, you're like, oh yeah, backup singer, just like Al Roker. (laughs) Is Al Roker, are all weather people the backup singers for the news? It could be, I don't know. I would, I would have loved to see Al Roker at a Chubby Checker concert, just twisting, twisting, dancing in the background. Oh, hey, it's me, Charlie. Al Charlie Roker. It's like his, uh, it's his nom de plume when he goes, he goes out. Yeah, it's like call me Charlie. Slips the, the doorman of fifty. Just, not to get a table, just to get somebody to refer to him as Charlie. He's like, don't don't drop the Roker bomb. People will go nuts in here. Oh uh, man, I um. So for categories, because I think Charlie represents just just the insanity of picking. Oh yeah, sure, Charlie, whatever represents again the depth of originality. I just realized that this thing's name is Charlie. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just dumb. Apparently, don't oh, worry wait. about. I that's guess what he's, that's to what be fair, to be fair, no, 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 no. That the monster's name is actually Charlie, <laughs> being mispronounced by everyone. Everyone. Oh, yeah, that's Charlie. very meta. So, what are we going to? Who wins? Who's in charge of this? I don't even remember what the categories were, apart from my own. I'm, oh, 
Depths of originality. Depth of originality. Tourism live trap. Tourism live trap. I think this is another one from Ari. I think it's a doo-wop I mean, singer. Doo-wop singer, yeah. It's because, but I do think it was because of my the assistant for the, for the Al Roker. <laughs> I'm now imagining, I was always imagining female backup singers too, so I'm now imagining Al Roker in like a spangly dress. <laughs> but with spats, I hope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. All right, so next on our list, the Beast of Busco, or affectionately known as Oscar. That's my cat's name. Aww. Aww. Is he a beast? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Busco? Switch Lake, Indiana. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, beat me to the punch. Yeah, you, you do your thing. Some Folks Lake. Folks Lake? Folks. You don't think it's flukes? Uh, F-U-L-K-S. Mm. Folks. Folks Lake. Don't trust me to pronounce anything ever. You're just thinking of that episode, the episode of the X-Files. Yes. Uh, so Folks Lake. Spelled F-U-L-K-S, not F-O-L-K-S, like you might be assuming based on my... Don't be a Fulks. Don't be a Fulks. Fulks Lake, uh, Indiana. Um, So the Beast of Busco, Oscar, (laughs) to his friends, uh, resides in Churubusca. Churubusca? Churubusco? I imagine it's Busco, the Beast of Busco. Oh, you know what? You're right. Churubusco, Indiana, in that lake I mentioned. Fulks. Where it is... Really? (laughs) This episode <laughs> sponsored by Folks Lake by beautiful Churubusco, Indiana. And Al Roker. <laughs> <laughs> um, and ears. Don't forget <laughs> Lake Ears. And don't forget about the Ear Council. <laughs> Brought to you by Very powerful Lake Ears. So Beast quotations Oscar of Busco. Um was uh, first spotted in 1828 when a farmer named Oscar Folk, conveniently enough, uh, presumably the, of the namesake of, of, of the lake and of the of monster. The lake and oh, of, of the of, lake people? Of the monster's, you know, <laughs> nickname. Supposedly saw a gigantic turtle just kind of hanging out in a seven-acre lake on his farm near Churubusco. Uh, he told others about it, but he eventually decided to leave it alone. And then 50 years later. That's, that's what you should do if you find turtles. If you see a gigantic turtle, big enough to be named a beast, which, you know, I mean, you could be ironically calling it a beast. Even if it's a regular turtle, if it's not in distress, leave it be. Is if it? that turtle is upside down, you go help that turtle out. Flip it over. I'm getting some mixed signals from you, Kelly, about turtles and turtle safety. <laughs> so 50 years later, 1948, uh, two Chorabusco citizens are Chorabuskin? Chorabuskers? Chorabuskers sounds Buskers. right. Chorabuskers. Ch- mm. Some buskers. I would just call them buskers. Churros. Sounds delicious. Sure. Churro buskers. Try the churros. A busker, busker who's delivering churros. This is this is a tangent. This is just fucking free this association. Is madness. <laughs> um, so two churro buskins, churro buskers, or a or a blue, real name, uh, presumably, and Charlie Wilson, Aura not the musician. O R A, blue. Um, also reported seeing a huge alligator snapping turtle. Estimated at 500 pounds, uh, I don't know how, uh, while fishing on the same lake, which had come to be known as Folk Lake, presumably after Oscar Folk, the namer of everything in Chorobusco. <laughs> um, a farmer named Gale Harris Gale! Owned, Gale, owned the land at that time, and Harris and others reported seeing the creature. So this is, you know, we've got some multiple eyewitnesses confirming that this thing exists. Okay. But yes. 500 pounds, I mean... Turtles that are small move so slow. Turtles that weigh 500 pounds must just not move. I mean, I'm not you sure. You should bring the lettuce I to them. I don't think I... <laughs> the, special, the pizza to them, the Kelly. The special Sorry. turtle pellets, which are pizza. With pizza rolls. <laughs> pizza rolls. Or just pizza-flavored combos. 
haven't had a pizza flavored combo in a long time. That sounds delicious. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, I hate combos. You're wrong. Covered in the pretzel. Anyway, uh, you were saying um, <laughs> turtles. I'm just saying that like a 500 pound turtle, I don't think is that doesn't sound that impressive to me somehow. Yeah. Huh. I mean, like, shells must weigh like what? 100 shells pounds? must weigh a lot. And like it's, a. I mean, turtles are big. This is a turtle that's like slightly bigger than two of me. That's not like crazy. Here's the thing: short of buskins, they panic. Also, this is like back in the, how? What time period are we talking uh, about? The middle of the 20th century, oh. 1948. Oh, okay. So everyone's hands were like the size of dolls. <laughs> I get it. I get it. These <laughs> are very is, small people. This is when leaded gasoline was a thing. Oh, there was just yeah. lead everywhere. <laughs> I think the answer is sturgeons and lead, always. <laughs> Uh, so word spread uh, about the the beast of Busco. Uh, many expeditions were held to try and get the uh, big beast out of the lake. So uh, this included draining and motorboating the lake. So I'll let Kelly's laughter be the joke. Uh, so so despite all the efforts to drain the lake and motorboat it, uh, no one found this beast. So um, you know, not much is known. People, some people believe that it is just hibernating. Waiting for food to come to it because again, it's the big turtle. Moves it's slowly. like, listen, someone's gonna bring me a lot. Bring me some pizza, pizza rolls. rolls, pizza rolls, or combos. Uh, some say the beast never exists. Slowly do karate, <laughs> <laughs> so slowly. Uh, some say the beast never existed, and it was just Oscar's way of making the sleepy town feel alive. Aww, good for you, Oscar. If that you know, was the case, yeah, that's that's a noble intention. Never let the never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Well, you know what's good to know is that Oscar is still honored Let's to this the day. President. In, <laughs> uh, Oscar is honored to this day in the Turtle Days Festival <laughs> each June. Uh, this includes a parade, carnival, turtle races. Uh, turtle shell labeled Beast of Busco hangs in the Two Brothers Restaurant in Decatur, Indiana. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So that's all I got about Busco. Um, so uh, what do we have categories for this gigantic, this, this average-sized giant turtle? This big turtle for a landlocked state. How true. about that? True, 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 true. It's a big turtle for a little state. It's a, As Indiana turtles go, mighty big. Hmm. We're eating humble pie, but we're proud as punch about this big turtle. <laughs> I thought this was Idaho, one of the Idahos, so I apologize for thinking one, it was landlocked. One of the Idahos? There's some there two Idahos in here? Nope. Right. Uh, Idaho, oh. oh! I thought you were like the Dakotas or You're the like Carolinas. North, North Idaho and South Idaho. No, Idaho is in, the, in our list. So, East so Idaho and West Idaho. <laughs> Everything that's not Wisconsin or Missouri, she thinks is Idaho. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> with just with just cardinal directions. Uh, America, this America, the state of Idaho's, <laughs> the United Idaho's, Idaho's of America. America. My category is Idaho. Subcategory, <laughs> it's, it's Idaho. <laughs> Sub subcategory, potatoes. <laughs> subcategory, potatoes. Uh, uh, potatoes. Potatoes. Tatoes. Uh I wanted something that would really capture the mania that I think surrounded the Beast of, Beast of Busco because it seemed like people were going nuts about it. Uh, so I called it, uh, there's something in the water. Mm. And it's a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> very nice, very nice. Uh, it is a really sleepy town when they lose, when turtle mania takes <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tell that to New York in the 80s. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Anything you can turt, I can turt better. I had this as Buffalo Bill's Wild West show. 
The PS2 bus ghost sounds good. I would see that, whatever that show was. He's probably catching a bullet between his teeth. Uh, true. True, true, true. I uh, took a twist on one of my previous categories I've used. Uh, you know I've had one that was the depth of originality, right? Uh, because this is finally something other than a damn serpent, I went with the shallows of originality. Just flip it around. I was impressed to see something a little unusual. Mm. Non-serpent based. So, mm. thanks, Bosco. I like it. I I do. I will admit that having a, a turtle was a breath of fresh on this yeah. list. Which is, you know, I don't, when I put this together. Which is funny because turtles stick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not not as much as the French, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Anyway, what do you guys? Uh, what do you want? Who wins? Who wins? Who what wins? is it? Who is it? It's an Idaho. It's an Idaho. Um, Duncan Idaho. From I Green. like Kelly's category, even though I liked my song better. Mm. Anything you can turt, I can turt it better. <laughs> I I would say either mine or Mary's. I think that's fair. Andrew's like, ouch. I mean, you know what? I I, I was... like there's something in the water. It's a turtle. It's yeah. a turtle. I think Kelly gets this one. Castle. It's a castle. <laughs> it's a castle. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> we're going to take a quick break to talk to you about some other fine programming coming out of the Outrageous Mechanisms Network. Uh, so enjoy that. I'm Mary Johnston. And I'm Kate Whitney. And we're the hosts of Space Bras, a brand new podcast coming to the Outrageous Mechanisms Network. We're a couple of best friends who are digging into sci-fi media and pulling out hot feminist takes. Starting on June 1st, join us every other Friday as we discuss a genre we love and unpack social justice issues that matter now. Find us on OutrageousMechanisms.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever podcasts are sold. And we're back. Hey, guys. Welcome back from the break. Uh, we're taking a little trip down to uh, the very open plains. Fl- no. Oh, nope, not quite. Montana. We're the, not going. We don't ever go to the Poconos. We're taking a, to the, the flattest, most rectangular of states, Montana. To a little place called Flathead Lake, which Montana Mary and I have actually not been Montana's flat. Montana's not rectangular either. Wow, I what am the I top of? is. What You're am thinking, I thinking of Kansas. Kansas. Oh, Kansas. Easy it's mistake a Kansas. to make. You know, I've been to Montana and Montana I've been is in very the mountains. Bumpy. It's just mountains. It's it, it's flat, Man, and, but then wow. it's got some woofsies down at the bottom. Some woofsies. That's a wave and a whoopsie. Would you like to would you like to start from the top again? Uh, no, I just want to apologize to Montana. I'm so sorry. I a beautiful, beautiful state. I've never been because it's Idaho West. So. <laughs> Western Idaho. <laughs> it's like, east, actually. Sorry, it's East Idaho. <laughs> it's just East Idaho. East so. Idaho. Yeah. Anyway, is Idaho o- OG Idaho or is it Central Idaho? <laughs> Or is Virginia like original but then Idaho? Everything is East Idaho. I mean, mostly everything is, anyways. But East East, you just like add no, no, another let's, one. Let's really unpack on the east, logic. Of this. East East East. It's just sixteen like, east yeah. of Idaho. Um, so yes, we're at Flathead Lake, a place where we, Mary and I, have been really enough, uh, which makes my my ignorance to the geography and shape of Montana that much worse. Um, so Flathead Lake, the monster of Flathead Lake conveniently called the Flathead Lake Monster, is sort of another Nessie-type beast. They did not do any branding on this one. Not Well, you know, not even a little bit, really. Um, mm-hmm. But if you're, all, all I recall about Flathead Lake was that there's a restaurant we went to that had a dock, and on that dock, the sign featuring the name of the restaurant 
slyly incorporated a pair of testicles, but only the only the lake dock sign, not the main sign. Well, that's for the salty for sailors. The exactly. Also, so. also in that bar, they could would serve you a pizza that was just a giant burger. <laughs> I huh. forgot about that. Wow, yeah, Montana. They huh. know how to display testicles publicly and serve you gigantic burgers. The restaurant did not serve uh, prairie, prairie oysters, which yeah. so which seems like a mistake, given that the sign had testicles. Well, on so it. testacular. <laughs> um, anyway, so the the monster itself uh, was described. Well, so actually, I I have to I apologize. Make a retraction. I've heard, seen it referred to as a Nessie-like beast, aka aka plesiosaur. Does that just mean like it's in a lake and it's monstrous and has like fins and is kind of a snake, but also has a body? Boom. I guess. Um, That's the sound they all make. But it's also described as a large, eel sh- a large eel-shaped creature, round with a wavy body like a snake, that spans from twenty to forty feet. Uh, it is brownish to blue-black, with grayish-black eyes. Uh, it has often been described as looking like a whale or wait, a. What's oh, wait, what's its tongue color? Guys, 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 don't. Oh wait, it's described as looking like a whale or or a giant sturgeon. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Yeah, it's that lake monster that looks like a giant sturgeon. What yeah, do you yeah. think it is? Yeah, it's a giant sturgeon. <laughs> it's a monstrous sturgeon. Yeah. They're probably, so all of these things, like, it feels like um, the 1800s were a real hot time for lake monster. That was, like, primo, <laughs> primo lake yeah. monster time. And maybe they just were like, guys, we are just describing really big sturgeon. That's it. <laughs> Our lake has a giant sturgeon in it. And we're like, lake monsters, these fools. They're like, no, we know what they are. They're just a big fish. And or- then once again, most of the sightings are in prohibition times, bathtub gin, mm-hmm. or in the 40s and 50s, lead everywhere. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Or some enterprising businessman was like, sturgeon, I know what I can do with this. Um Tourist life trap. Tourist life trap. Uh, so um, other accounts describe the beast as a giant eel-like creature that was very shiny and had a head shaped like, and I'm quoting here, a bowling ball. Huh. So round. Round yep. is how you it's pretty that. round. <laughs> yeah. With three holes in round it. Round is more of the like, typical way to describe <laughs> yeah. that. But... Oh, look at this orange. It's just like a shaped like a bowling ball. My God. Oh, man. This thing my kid just drew when they're learning their shapes, bowling ball shape. Yeah, this this sign the sign on the on the waterfront of the Flathead Lake has two bowling balls on it. <laughs> weirdly enough, he wishes. Hey, he doesn't wish. That would be no, horrifying. That sounds awful. Um, also, there could use them as a table. <laughs> Sorry, a real bumpy table. <laughs> uh, so it was reported to have many humps coming above the surface of the water when huh? spotted. Again, another humpy monster. Uh, pointing towards the possibility that the creature is similar to or the same as Nessie. Uh, this is first documented. Is that true? I, again, like I, I've always okay. wondered this about sea monsters. Let's yeah. let's get just let's just dive into it. I, I've I've held my tongue long <laughs> <Dive>. enough. <laughs> so, some lake monsters, the mm-hmm. classical description of them are like it's like a head coming out, and then it's like whoop whoop whoop, like humps like a camel. What what? what? <laughs> and then sometimes it's a plesiosaur. Are we to believe that that's just the neck portion of a plesiosaur and like its little like weird like football body is just like hanging loose under underground down? underwater? That it has a Why would neck? you do that with your neck? Well, you know, Mary, it's because it's not a neck; it's a hand making a synchronized swimmer's U shape. <laughs> also, logs come in all shapes Love and it. sizes. Love it. 
Love it. Okay. Um, I'm listening. I'm taking this in. What it actually is, here's the thing. I think people forget the obvious um, practical answer. It's not a serpent. It's not a plesiosaur. It's six sturgeons biting head to tail, making a wavy shape in the water. It's a, it's a, um, a sturgeon centipede. It's a sturgeon centipede. (laughs) Yeah, I think that that makes much more sense than I don't know, than monsters. Um, I also would like to comment on why are most of these ladies? Mm. Why do we call these monsters ladies? Yeah, because marine things are female. Also, like women, boats. Women are monsters. Come also, on, women guys. are monsters. There's that. <laughs> yeah, am I right? This lady knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> this lady knows what I'm talking about. Oh, it's only the two of you in the room. Okay, great. <laughs> um, anyway. You're like, I'll leave. I'll, I'll leave my home. Bye. Bye, guys. Don't you uh, wish you had a tiny house in the backyard now? Ah, damn it. He makes so Never. much sense. Uh, so the first documented sightings of Flathead Lake Monster, a.k.a. Hump and Neck, that's uh, name my own, uh, was in 1889, so a little bit later than some of these guys, uh, by James C. Kerr, skipper of the U.S. Grant, a lake steamboat that made its rounds in Lake Flathead, <laughs> conveniently enough. Uh, well, on one trip, Kerr and his passengers saw what first appeared to be a, a guess what, guys, log, oh. or uh, another boat approaching in the water. After coming closer, they realized an unusually large whale-like object was coming toward them in the lake, possibly a sturgeon. Uh, frightened, one of the passengers uh, on the steamer pulled out the rifle that he was carrying. Sure. Uh, he didn't kill it because it was a log. But uh, the sighting started the legend of Flathead Lake of the Flathead Lake monster. And there have been many sightings since. Most often reported to have occurred between April and September. Um, so one, strange, one particularly strange account was that of a researcher who claimed he had sighted the lake monster in 1985, year of my birth. And again, two years later. Now, what's strange about this, you might ask? Now, why, why is this particular account so strange? Uh, it's rare to see the monster even once, let alone twice. That's why it is a rare sighting. <laughs> <laughs> that is weird. Uh, what yeah. I wonder about these people is... He's okay, a rare lunatic. <laughs> so you're in a boat and you're on a lake and mm-hmm. you see something that you can't quite make out in the distance. And you think potentially that's a monster or another boat. Or a log. Or a sturgeon. Or, or a sturgeon. Does it have I the head of a bowling ball? Typically, I don't typically, when I'm driving on the highway and I like see a car in the far distance, think to myself, huh, that's a rather large moo cow coming <laughs> down the highway. Oh, shit. I is that a rhinoceros? Oh, my God. contextual clues yeah. to assume, even if I can't see it that well, that it is, in fact, a car. <laughs> so, but it might be a truck. You might be wrong. Yeah. Also, let's you not forget I, that. But you know what would be okay? Because you know what? Dumps like a truck. What? What? <laughs> also, let's not forget the time you did kill that cow on the road because it didn't turn I on. Have it, never... Because because it forgot to turn on signal before merging. <laughs> That's right. When, when that uh, when that cow cut me right off and I just ran you were not and right to the udders. Oh, the milk! God, I would never do that. That would be uh, that would be a that's like like my literal nightmare. I'm so afraid of hitting a th- large mammal with my car. That is why you put that cow catcher on the front of your car, <laughs> like it was front of that Prius that you guys drive. <laughs> <laughs> cow catcher. It was pretty heavy. Also, cow catcher. Yikes! What a term. Uh, Ugh, if, not if even I hit, if I hit a mammal with my car, I might stop driving. Just, just really? period. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I think I would get over it, but I don't. 
What if it wasn't a great mammal? What if it was a real shit mammal? <laughs> like what? what? If like a, a bat? What if a gerbil <gasps> was in the road? Wonderful. <laughs> you ran over a gerbil. What's a gross mammal? Um, possums. Yeah, what was possums? A possum. I, I would still feel deeply bad about that. Yeah. What if it had babies in it? In it's a little pouch. Oh. Well, God, that's a good thing. You have you to would... go check that, or else they die. Well, I mean, if you run over well, the car, they also they die. Probably so. already did. But they might not be. Mm. Gonna, well, marsupial. Have a little pouch. They're marsupials. So yeah. it's not a mammal. There you go. Um, mm, uh, no. They drink milk. Yeah, they're mammals. They, mammals. Well, they they're make hairy. milk. That's more important. Anything can drink milk. Haven't you seen when you offer milk to a snake? They're like, yeah. <laughs> 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 But only only the snakes that have bowling balls for heads. They they love that. And they're stuff. like, they're smelling the hell out of that milk. Oh, this is about to spoil. Can you get me something fresh? It's uh, so a flathead lake monster. Um, may or may not drink milk. We don't know. Uh, again, scientists uh, hit me up. Um, so flathead lake. Have you guys ever had flathead head lake monster soda pop? Sure uh, haven't. Nope. What? Yes, you have, because I bought some. Oh, okay. Well, then I lied. I'm sorry. But this is the only one that I was like, I know about that monster. It's got a soda. Hmm. Soda. <laughs> soda. It's got a pop associated yeah, with hey, it. Yeah, hey, monster branders. So I <laughs> thought about I thought about uh, that this this lake monster is technically um, a, a celebrity person and a cover girl. So I named it Cover Girl. Put the bass in your walk. <laughs> nice, excellent fish nice. i would like to follow that up with there's something in the water and it's a fish <laughs> it's a fish uh because it tends to appear between the months of april and september commonly a time uh, referred to as the summer and a little bit of fall and spring uh i went with uh, parenthetical fish schools out for summer i think mary gets it i think mary's on a roll that's because it's rupaul uh, nice. So next on the we list. Oh, guys, we're going. We are the champions. <laughs> That's right. We are the it's champ. The big times. This is Champ. Monster of Lake Champlain. Again, not the best name, but appropriate. Pretty I feel good. Like. Pretty good. Because Champ, you know, it apparently, uh, so over what the years. Just, what if we're all pronouncing it wrong? We're supposed to be calling it Champ. Oh, God. Champ. Why didn't they call it champagne? Champers. Champagne the monster. Champy uh, should Champy. Shambo. Uh, there should be He should he should have his own champagne sponsorship. Chomp. From Vermont. Vermont champagne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sounds great. <laughs> Quebec champagne. All those Frenchies, all those Frogos up there. Guys, we brought it back to the French, French. kind of. Kind of. The French are the ghosts of the machine of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, France and Quebec. Uh, so Sham- Samuel, not Samuel, but Samuel, not Charlie, but Charlie, uh, Samuel de Champlain. Everybody has a normal name. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> Expect normality from these people. Samuel de Champlain. <laughs> Champlain? The no. <laughs> founder of Quebec and the lake's namesake is often claimed to be the first European to have cited Champ, and I assume called him Champ too. It's like you know what? I'm naming you after me, you monster Champ. It's like how Samuel, I... Monster Samuel, <laughs> Monster Sam, Monster Spamuel, <laughs> Spamuel Hormel. <laughs> the legend uh, dates back to a so the legend of Sh- Samuel Champlain 
blah, Spotty Game in 1609 uh, dates back to a fake quote published in the summer of 1970 issue of Vermont Life, the most exciting magazine in the United States. A lot of blueberries, um, a lot of cheese. A lot of ice cream. Of ice cream. Not much. Uh, so Champlain is, Champlain is alleged to have alleged to have documented a 20-foot serpent thick as a barrel or a man, depending on how thick you are, barrel-wise, uh, and head of a horse. Uh, this quote has often been repeated, but is in fact <laughs> apocryphal. Like Though Champlain did document large fish. Do you think they're sturgeon? Yeah, one hopes. I mm. mean, for consistency's sake, if nothing else. Well, I think the most notable thing about this is that uh, the reason this episode is called Lake Monsters of North America, not just America, is because of Champ, because he is a citizen of the world. He visits both <laughs> Quebec and Vermont, a.k.a. Canada and America. Uh, so so uh, we know he's not real, because where is his passport? True, true. Uh, he's got to get a passport card. DHS would be on that business. Notably, in 1977, uh, Sandra Mancy... Uh, took a photograph while on vacation with her family that appears to show something sticking out of the lake. The entire... Yeah, something. It's not, you know... It doesn't say it's a monster. Just something. It's just like some lake people (laughs) hanging out, having a good time. Lake people? (laughs) Yeah, you know, lakers. A basketball team? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So the entire bay of the lake where the photograph reportedly was taken is only 14 feet deep, or rather no deeper than 14 feet. Um... And as such, it doesn't seem super likely that a gigantic uh, horse-headed snake beast um, would live in such shallow water. But, you know. Maybe. Maybe the maybe the object in the photo wasn't a monster. <laughs> that's, that's also suggested. Uh, so Champ can supposedly be seen in a video taken by fisherman Dick Offaltler. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this one should just also be shortened to... All the names. <laughs> yeah. Names. And, uh, his stepson, Pete Bodet, uh, in the summer 2005. So pretty close. So close examination uh, shows the images might not be a monster, but also might have the head of a head and neck of a plesiosaur-like animal and even an open mouth in one frame and a closed mouth in another. Whoa. Or it could be a fish or an eel, possibly a sturgeon. Wait, so these are underwater photos? Um, these are above water photos, I believe. Um what fish is poking his head out of the water open his mouth oh, like sorry, that? Rather, a video. Sorry. Oh, so, watch yeah. this. Oh, man. It's po- we got to post it. Oh, it's a we got to post that. Yep. That's <laughs> got to be a puppet. Uh, so the You're video, the puppet. The video no was puppet. Uh, uh, reviewed <laughs> by two retired FBI forensic image anal- analysts, and it did appear to be authentic and unmanipulated. Um, it was a genuine puppet. Yeah. So just it was a, a puppet. genuine fake. Um. So also, at some point, this is less exciting. Some people recorded some sounds on a Discovery Channel program in 2003 that might have been the monster. Now, that, also that, might have is been... the, that is the worst. <laughs> that is the worst. That is like the the orbs of, of ghost hunting. Like, it's just like not impressive to anybody. And I feel like they always do it. They're like, here's some howling noises. We think it's the monster. And you're like, it could be literally could be anything. anything. But even worse than that, it's probably beluga whales or dolphins. Like explicitly, it's not just like, oh, that might be like grumble. It's like, oh, that's an actual animal do that they, exists. Do they exist in freshwater? Um, beluga whales? Beluga whales? No. I don't know. I don't know. Fish? Yes. Similar to? Yeah. Regardless, it seems a bit cheap. Um, so, yeah, that's champ. Oh, also, he might be a sturgeon or a long-nosed gar. That's the first reference I to know what a gar is. A Gars gar. are big. Yeah. How are their noses? Excellent. Goes right into my category. There's something in the water. <laughs> and it's a fish. 
Nice. I uh, I have a uh, fresh category for this uh, because is it cha- fresh water? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, because uh, Champ has been seen on video, potentially audio though unlikely, and photo, I went with America's Finniest Home Videos. <laughs> Oh, man, that worked on me so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I kind of had a toss-up because this could be a Dragon Ball Z ZA, or this could be a uh, cover girl put the bass in your walk because <laughs> Champ has been seen so many times. But it, I don't think it matters. So I think Andrew takes this category. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, nice. So uh, next on our list... Oh, God, guys, I'm so sorry. Bessie. It's Bessie. Bessie. Um, it's a cow. It's, <laughs> wouldn't that just it's be a lake a cow? Lake or cow. just a snake with a cow head. Uh, so this this uh, particular beast is in Lake Erie uh, in Ohio. Uh, and the first recorded sighting of Bessie uh, was in 1793. So this is a relatively early one in Ooh! terms of uh, recordings. Wow. Wow, cutting edge. It was on ahead of the I curve. Know. I know. Uh, and more sightings have occurred intermittently and in greater frequency in the last three decades. Um, Bessie. All right. Yeah, I'm, Be- I'm not looking at my notes and laughing. All right, carry on. Bessie is reported to be snake-like and 9 to 12 meters long, uh, at least a foot in diameter and, get ready for this, grayish in color. What uh, what you got, what's, your, what's your hot note, Mary? Mine was that some um, a couple of brothers band of brothers um <laughs> laid eyes on bessie and described um her him as being 20 to 30 feet in length and shaped like a large sturgeon <laughs> except <laughs> except it had arms guys oh. Whoa. Oh. or it had really big fins. <laughs> sturgeons um yeah so uh bessie one of the more boring monsters on the list by all counts, just sort of a snake. Sea gray. snakes on a crane. I, I was most offended by this. I know we have like a lot of Essies, but for whatever reason, Bessie really offended. Yeah, because at least like Tessie. Because it's Tau not like Tessie. Tau 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 Tessie. That's great. That's a it works. Name. Bessie. It's not even that. That's not even the first letter of the lake that it lives in. It lives in Erie. It should be easy. Or Essie, or it sounds, Essie. It, it, sounds like a, it sounds like me when I'm being a lazy oracle and just trying to find rhymes in my own head. <laughs> Nessie, Bessie, Messy. No, you do Kessie. Essie, Bessie, Chessie, Dessie, Essie. Oh, no, I just, like, shoot at blanks uh, randomly around the alphabet. Xexie, with Zexy. a Z. Nexies. <laughs> Yessie. 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 Uh, really, Nessie's opposite there. Uh, yeah, so I had uh, the depth of originality, and I really mean it this time, because <laughs> Jesus Christ, Ohio, Big called- Shogger. You got the boring stuff. I called it snake oil. Hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they're selling you something, and it's a snake. Hmm. You think it's a snake? Yeah, uh-huh. that's the. It's yeah. supposed to be a, a serpent. Snake, you think it's snake a, like? You think it's a log? I think it's probably a log. Hmm. Maybe a sturgeon. Maybe a sturgeon. <laughs> um. Like a sturgeon. Hey. hey. <laughs> um. What was yours in category, Mary? Sea snake. Sea snakes on a crane. Hmm. Uh, which also works because, like, you know, they had to put, like, the statue in with a crane. <laughs> also, a crane is, like, the least glamorous mode of transport I could think of. Uh, dump truck. ATV. 
Is that glamorous? Could be. Oh, if you're getting lowered by a crane, nothing good is happening to you. <laughs> Fair. Uh, <laughs> you're like a piano or other things that are sad. Encased in concrete. Mm-hmm. With only your ear hanging out. <laughs> you know, for, for, the, for the fish. With a dangling ear. <laughs> that's, how, that's, how you, that's how a real man fishes. You put a body in concrete, leave the ear out, let it out for monsters. Or other fishermen to get on their hook and pull off. Ew. Yikes. Uh, Andrew, you have to make the call. You're the your chief oracle this time. Oh, God. Uh, what was yours again, Kelly? Snake oil. Snake oil. My was Death Ridge Johnny. I feel like snake oil. Snake oil. It's leaning towards this time around. That's because I would also be okay with death. Depths of originality. Oh, yeah. This is the least original. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do depths of originality. Depth of originality. All right. I realize I put you in a position where you might have to, like, name your own, which is hard. Oh, that's awkward. Uh, but right in the end. So, so guys, we're we're wrapping it up. We're at our last beast of this the open waves. This is our swan song, but a swan might be a sturgeon. <laughs> this is our log song. <laughs> log song. <laughs> uh, this one is, of course, uh, the Bear Lake Monster. Um, arr, arr, arr. The most boring name on this entire list. Arr. More original than Bessie, but boringer, I think, than others uh so bear lake is in utah uh, rather on the utah idaho border the utah idaho border so um i guess it would be west idaho kelly west idaho west idaho it's uh, south south idaho so it's the border of idaho (laughs) and south idaho Uh, and you should also have like near and far near (laughs) south idaho (laughs) far far south texas Just, is that Argentina? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so the myth of, uh, or the myth rather, the story perhaps of the Bear Lake monster originally uh, grew out of some articles written in the 19th, 19th century by Joseph C. Rich, a Mormon colonizer in the area purporting mm-hmm. to uh, report secondhand accounts of sightings of the creature. So, did you listen to that like barely audible judgment out of both of us? No, to be fair, he did later recant, recant the stories. So, you know, that's... Oh, my God. This Bear Lake monster never had a chance. Uh, So, in recent years, the monster, uh, despite being explicitly fake, uh, has been a tourist attraction, which, you know, fine, whatever. Um, But one team of folklorists, I'll state this again, for the fake, the explicitly fake monster, have stated that it is reported to resemble a serpent, but with legs about 18 inches long, on which it marauds along the shoreline. Marauds. Marauds. What an Not, amazing verb. Uh, yeah, it's the, it doesn't cavort like some, you know, like old greeny. This is, this well, is marauds a, would imply like pillaging, right? <laughs> like robbing and like a, carousing at the same time. A, Marauders a, are robbers, it's right? It's sort of a yogi bear-esque <laughs> creature. Just grabbing out the picnic <laughs> baskets. Those picnic baskets. The picnic. So this creature supposedly has a large undulating body with about 30 feet of exposed surface uh, of a light cream color. And it moves swiftly along the water or uh, marauds along the sand. Um, Marauds. So So this thing can get out of the water. Yes. This thing has 18 inch legs and just kind of casually stills, you know. 18 inch legs. And it's it's, uh, 30 feet long. (laughs) So sad. So how many legs does it have? Four? Well, that's a good question. I'm assuming four. It doesn't say because maybe it's like 30 feet long. Maybe it's like if you get a cheap couch and it has four legs, but then it has that little like block that you just stick in the middle. (laughs) Like the little like phony, phony crummy leg. 
to make sure the center doesn't sag. Oof. This is a two by four strapped this is, to its belly. It just it drags is, its stomach along. I'm the imagining sand. an extra long dachshund. So, so imagine if you will a, a long, a thirty foot long snake with four 18 inch legs. I'm assuming four, uh, and a head that can move that can move faster than a locomotive, and has a head that has been variously described as being similar to that of either a cow, an otter, a crocodile, or a walrus without the tusks. Minus the tusks. That's Oof. the best by, part of <laughs> the walrus. That's the only part of the walrus, really. Yeah. I mean, that's a manatee face. Yeah. yeah. Or, or just, you know, a, a sort of a weird lumpy mustache mammal with weird legs and a long body. Unless it's a crocodile. Why would you say such a rude thing about yourself? Oh, I shaved my mustache, Kelly. <laughs> you know that. And my long body is something I I've come to be understand. used to. I've got my long body. <laughs> I can kind of understand how a cow and an otter have similar shaped faces. Kind, kind of. of. Or how do you get to walrus without a tusk? That just seems to me like you're really stretching. But also Flaps. maybe. But also, you're I, like, this face is best described as being flappy. It's just, it's just so <laughs> odd. <laughs> And specific that it makes me believe that that's probably the most close to the truth. You think it's got a flappy face? A flappy mustachioed face (laughs) and a long body. With like extra flappy because like I bet the tusks hold it out a little bit and with them gone. Oh man, yeah. Oh God. It's tongue's going to hang out sometimes. Location, Uh, location, location. That's my category. uh, I went with greater than the chum of its parts. Tourism live trap. Mm. Why, why is it greater than the chum of its parts? Because uh, it's snake with legs. With That's also trained. Floppy walrus face. That marauds. That marauds. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's a, a hodgepodge of weird animal parts that make no sense. No, I think I think I think it's you. Nice. So yeah, uh, greater than the chum of its parts. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, all right, guys, we did it. And uh, check us out in your favorite podcast platform of choice. Uh, Give us a rating, review, and tell your friends about us. Otherwise, you can get caught up uh, with what we've been doing via Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or uh, your podcast platform of choice. Uh, As always, thank you once again, and we will see you next time. Bye. 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 An outrageous, An outrageous mechanism's, mechanism's production. production.